that during the month of Rabi'ul Awal, opportunity is presented for us to discuss and to revisit different aspects of the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa From the very onset, my dear brothers and elders, as we are well aware, the month of Rabi'ul Awal is not about celebration, but rather Allah explains this is an opportunity for education. For us to learn, for us to revisit, for us to remind ourselves once again. As the followers of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi alayhi salatu was, is and will always remain our greatest benefactor. There is no individual in the annals of history whose life has been documented with such great and fine detail. And there is no individual that has been recorded in the past who sacrificed, who gave up so much of his own well-being, comforts, luxuries of the world, not for his own gain or benefit, but for the gain and benefit of others. Our greatest benefactor, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the concept of honoring, of, of, of acknowledging, of appreciating the legacy of those who have fought for our liberation. We find in our country every year on the 27th of April is a day which is known as Freedom Day. And South Africans throughout the country celebrate. The schools are closed, businesses are closed, it's given as a public holiday. But what is behind the day? Is it the lives of those political figures who fought for liberation, who fought against the oppressive regime of the past, their lives are appreciated and remembered. As ummatis of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam understand my respected brothers and elders, Nabi alayhi wa sallam did not come to liberate one group or one nation. But Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came to liberate the entire humanity at night. Mawlana Abu al-Hasan Ali and Nadwi rahimahullah, one of the great scholars of the past, a very pious friend of Allah, he writes and he paints the picture, the backdrop against which Nabi alayhi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came into this world. He says it was as though a lock had been placed on the taqdeer and the destiny of humanity. To such a low day, and we have heard the incidents of the practices that were prevalent during the period of Jahiliyyah, whether it comes to the bearing of, of daughters or wives, that a father would be even glad that your wife has given birth to a daughter. And in a fit of rage, we think that the young child will dig a hole in the ground and bury her alive. Because she has got disgrace to me, I wanted a male issue and offspring. When it came to the consumption of alcohol, when it came to feuds and disputes, what if you say that a person would allow his animals to graze in the yard or the farm of the neighbor? And this would spark a dispute which would last for generations. The great grandchildren would not be talking to one another. Every ill, every evil practice that a person can think of was found in the Arabs prior to the coming of Rasulullah He says it was as though humanity was on a cart that was proceeding downhill. And nobody was bothered about the wrestling breaks in the cart. It was just a matter of time before that cart would come to its destruction. And when it seemed as though there was no way out, no hope left for mankind, 
at that point in time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, mercy comes into effect. Ya ayyuhal nabiyu inna arsalna fashahidan wa mubashiran wa nadira wa da'iya Allah jwa'nihi wa siraja munira. The greatest of Allah's creation is sent into this world. Ulama have written to an fire for the arrival of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The stage was set for his arrival. It was Amun field here of the earthquake. Abraha was the ruler of the time. And he had built a church or a palace. And his intention was that this structure will become the focal point of the tourists of the area. But, 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 was the Arabs held the house of Allah in great reverence and respect. And despite Abraha's best efforts, the tourists, the businessmen, the travelers from that region would flock to the house of Allah. So in a fit of rage, envy, jealousy, he prepares an army according to some riwayat, 60,000 men. And Abraha riding on top of an elephant. Logic, practically, would have been impossible for the Quraysh to defend Baytullah. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about this in the Quran. Alam That did you not see how Allah dealt with the people of the elephant? And by means of small birds that were carrying pebbles in their beaks, Allah destroyed the army of Abraham. But what was being told to the The stage was being set for what? So that approximately 60 years later, Rasulullah would enter Makkah Mukarramah and he would complain. The stage was being set. Nabi comes into this world. The Majus, the fire was as is the today, they give great reverence and respect to fire. So they had a fire that was burning in the temple of theirs in Persia. For many, many years, this fire was not allowed to be extinguished. When Nabi Alayhi Salaam comes into this world, without any explanation that fire is Kisra is a, 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 the leader of his society. He also has a very lofty palace and structure. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam's birth takes place. The palace of Kisra begins to shake. According to some narrations, and folks come crumbling to the ground. A message has been sent. The greatest of Allah's creation is coming into this world. As a young child, Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam is taken. He loses his father prior to coming into this world. He loses his mother at the In today's time, if a child has to undergo such loss, then all the psychiatrists and psychologists will say this child is already at a disadvantage. It's going to be very difficult for this child to be successful, for this child to prosper. But against the world, he became known as Asadiq al-Ameen. So that even the seniors, the elders of Makkah would place their trust upon him. Finally, Nabi Islam reaches the age of Qutum. And then he left with Nabuwat. Again, a very strange incident occurs. In Surah Al-Jinn, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the entire incident. The jinnat, they practice while they would ascend into the heaven. And when they were there, they would hear drop on the conversation of the malaika, the angels. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would issue a command, some event that was to take place in this world, then the angels would now communicate amongst themselves. So these jinnat ascend, sends drop on the conversation, 
and they would relay this information to the fortune tellers back in this world. And they would then sell the story and like this they would make a living out of it. On this occasion, a group is sent up into the heaven. But without any explanation, without any warning, when they attempt to listen to the conversation of the sky, they find that the sky has been locked. Any jinn who, then there is a flame that pursues him and is ready to burn him. They come back and to the leader of the time. His response it seems as though there is a major event taking place in the world at this point in time. Delegations are formed to go to the east, go to the west, and go and investigate what is happening in the world right now. Perhaps there is some calamity about to befall. Perhaps Allah has made a decision of goodness for this world. Finally, that group converges on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is reciting Quran. This is the explanation. That now, now the sky has been protected, it will only be one thing that will come out. Every aspect of his life, the faith was set. And a lesson that has been sent to mankind that this is the greatest of Allah's creation. Ask bin Wa'il is Arch enemy of Nabi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, according to the preferred view, during his lifetime, had three sons. Two from Khadija radiallahu anha, who bore his daughters as well as his other children. And later on, one son from Maria Kutiya radiallahu anha. All three sons passed away in infancy. Nevertheless, Nabi alayhi wa sallam loses his son. Ask me why in comments that this person, Muhammad, is Abdah. As we had mentioned earlier, the Arabs would take great pride in having male or male issues. So he passes this comment that Muhammad has no male issues. He will have no money to continue his legacy. His deen or his way of life or his preaching will come to an end very soon. Of course, this hurts the heart of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Jibreel alayhi wa sallam is sent down. Inna a'ayna al-kawthar. O my Nabi, we have given you al-kawthar. Ulama explain what is meant by al-kawthar. We have given you al-khayr al-kathir. O my Nabi, we have given you abundance, goodness and blessing. In every aspect of your life, and whichever aspect of the life of Nabi alayhi wa sallam we choose to look into. When it came to his name, Allah gave him the best. When it came to his Mubarak party of Madinah Mubarak, Allah gave him the best. Which person who has Iman does not yearn and desire to visit Madinah One pious person mentioned, he says, Allah has blessed me. That I have traveled to different portions of the world. And I have seen all the natural or the wonders of the world, the water walls, the forests, the mountains. And I have seen everything that insan has built, the beautiful palaces, whether it be in Spain, different parts of the world. But he says, Wallahi, one part of Medina, nothing can compare to each beauty. Which person doesn't desire to visit Medina to Allah gave him the best. When it came to his Sahaba, Allah gave him the best. Incident after incident is mentioned in the books of Hadith regarding the sacrifice, the dedication, the love that Sahaba had for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The spoils of Allah are being Nabi alayhi wa sallam chooses 
to distribute the spoils of war amongst the muhajirin of Mecca. The Ansar come up with human reaction to Nabi Allah is nothing for us. Rasulullah addresses them, O Ansar, would it not please you that the muhajirin take away the dinars and dirhams? And whatever we have, we have attained of the spoils of war. And you return home with Allah and His Rasul. Unanimous inam, yes, yes, we are happy. Thawban is the only slave of Nabi alayhi salatu salam. He comes to him, oh Nabi Allah. When I am not in your company, I become restless. And I yearn to come and see you. But the thought crosses, crossed my mind that when I leave this world, I am a slave of Allah. I will be perhaps in the lowest level of Jannah. And when you leave this world, you are the, you are the pinnacle of Allah's creation. You will be in the highest level of Jannah. How will I be able to manage without seeing you? Jibreel alayhi salam down. That person who obeys Allah and his Rasul, he will be with the Anbiya alayhi salatu salam. Incident after incident, Allah gave him the best when it came to his companion. When it came to his akhlaq and character, Allah gave him the best. When it came to the way he dealt with people, Allah gave him the best. And then what does Allah say? فَصَلِّ لِرَبِّكَ As a show of gratitude, as a show of appreciation to Allah. For these bounties that Allah has performed, salah for your Rabbi. One half sacrifice animals in the name of Allah. The Arabs in the period of Jahiliya would sacrifice animals for their day and idol. But now your worship will be for Allah. And then, the verse of consolation, إِنَّ شَانِئَتَهُ الْأَبْتَرَ Coming back to the incident of Asq bin Ra'il, he says, Muhammad will be abtar, his lineage will be terminated, he will have no main issue. Allah says, if you're, if you're, oh, oh my Nabi, it is your enemy who will be And ulama have written under this verse, that the name of Asq bin Ra'il is remembered today through the barakah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If it was not for the seerah, his name would not have been remembered. What is the lesson respected to the this time has already run out. As we had mentioned, Rabbi Rukhul is not about celebration, it is about education and secondly, application. We have heard we have learned the sunnahs of Rasulullah How much of it is found within my life? Ulama explained to a mental checklist. If I know 40 sunnahs, how many of you found within my life? And understand what percentage am I running on right now? If the accountant wants to say your body is operating at 5%, then there is an urgent need for intervention. Something needs to change. Whether it be the marketing, something has to change. How many sunnahs do I know? How many are found within my life? We'll end on this point. Halima Sahatiya is the witness. She comes into Makkah Mukarramah. It was that was that part of the year where the witnesses would come from the outskirts. And they would take the young children of Makkah back to the countryside. They would feed them. They would grow up in a clean and pure environment. As she enters Makkah Mukarramah, her conveyance, the camel becomes ill. And because of this, her arrival is delayed. The other witnesses, they rush to home and do it well. And they take those children with them. Of course, there will be a good payout in the end of the two-year period. Halima Sa'adiyah comes into Makkah Mukarramah. There are no healthy children left. She is forced to take Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He is an orphan. He has no father. So there is no possible hope of any remuneration at the end of the period of two years. But this is all she has. She takes him back. 
And as, and as, as, as that caravan is returning, suddenly without any explanation, her camel now overtakes the others. Oh, Halima, what has happened? You were delayed in your arrival, your animal is unwell, was sick. What has happened now? It seems as though the child you are carrying brings with him blessing. She brings Rasulullah back into her home. Suddenly the children are full of energy. The animals are full of energy. They start to give off milk. Barakah and blessings can be sensed in every part of her life. Those in her home are animals which taste from the barakah and blessings of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. Respected brothers and elders, ulama say, if this was the real baby, by it in the Just by his mere presence in her house, so much of barakah and blessings. We can imagine, my dear brothers and elders, if we will bring the sunnahs of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam within our home. How much of barakat and blessings will we not be able to feel and achieve? Whether it be in our children's lives, our families, our businesses. But an effort, a conscious effort has to be made. One step at a time, one sunnah at a time. There can be no person more foolish than that person who has been given the perfect example. Uswatul Hasana. Every aspect of his life, some character in the Quran will be given the best. And we do not make an effort to bring that within our lives. We must correct understanding. Allah give us the ability to understand and recognize respective brothers and elders. We are the fruits of which garden? We are the ummatis of which Nabi? Allah give us the tawfiq to realize this and to embody the life of the Prophet. الحمد لله والحمد لله القائل هل أتى على العصانحين من الدهر لم يكن شيئا مشكورا خلق الإنسان فسواه وجعله سميعا بصيرا ثم هداه السبيل ونصب له الدليل إما شاكر وإما كفورا أما الكافرون فأعتد لهم سلاسل وأغلال وسعيرا يعذبون بأصناف العذاب ينادون ويلا ويدعون ثبورا وأما الأمرار فيشرون من كأس كان مزاجها كافورا هذا وقد قال تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنا أعطيناك الكوثر فصل لربك والحق إن شانئك هو الأبتر صدق الله العظيم وقد قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى أكون أحب إليه من والده وولده والناس أجمعين أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه 
ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فقد قال تعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا المسلمين اللهم انصر واحفظ وتجاوز عن امه محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تنالون الله اكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين اياك نعبد واياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا وسيق الذين كفروا إلى جهنم زمرا حتى إذا جاءوها فتحت أبوابها وقال لهم خزنتها وقال لهم خزنتها ألم يأتكم رسل منكم يتلون عليكم آيات ربكم وينذرونكم لقاء يومكم هذا قالوا بلى ولكن حقت كلمة العذاب على الكافرين قيل ادخلوا ابواب جهنم خالدين فيها فبئس مثوى المتكبرين الله اكبر سميع الحمد لله رب العالمين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين 
اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين وسيق الذين اتقوا ربهم إلى الجنة زمرا حتى إذا جاءوها وفتحت أبوابها وقال لهم وقال لهم سلام عليكم فادخلوها خالدين وقالوا الحمد لله الذي صدقنا وأورثنا الأرض نتبهر من الجنة حيث نشاء فنعم أجر العاملين وترى الملائكة حافين من حول العرش يسبحون بحمد ربهم وقضي بينهم بالحق وقيل الحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر سميع الله لمن حمد الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم أنت السلام ورحمة السلام تبارك يا أهل الجلال والإكرام لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد وهو على كل شيء قدير اللهم لا مانع لما أعطيت ولا معطي لما منعت ولا ينفع من الجد من الجد برحمتك يا رب